Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Okay, we're holding Perak Ches Pasuk Yudalid in Sefer Yeshua, and we just finished the prep for this strategy to conquer the city of Ai. So what we said yesterday, we left off yesterday, is that Yeshua sent two, lev- two layers of ambush to the west of the city of Ai, one of 5,000 people, that was 5,000, and the other one of 30,000. And then he and the rest of the Jews were encamped to the north of the city of Ai. So we're holding a Pasuk Yedala. This is the day of the battle here. How much is in the first group? The first group, 30,000. Initially, it was two or three thousand, I think we said. Yeah. So, Pazagidal, it says, yeah, you said a svar yesterday. I liked it. I was thinking it over. I won't tell you after, but it was a good svar. I liked it. I was thinking more about your svar. Yecheskel said yesterday. Well, let's, let's see it inside, and then we'll talk about it. But let's see. Pazagidal, it says, It was when the king of Ai saw that the Yeshua and his group in the north were approaching. They got up early and they approached the Jewish people for war. Him, the king of Ai and all of his nation, at the designated time, what's Lufnei Ha'arava? In front of the row that was in the front of this, Lufnei, I'm not sure. Oh, plain, I guess. I guess in the plain, in the area, like Arvas Moth. Uh, the area in front of the city, they approached them. He didn't know. So he was unaware that there was the ambush of 35,000 people behind the west of the city. So Yeshua and all the Jews feigned, pretended like they were being stricken and weak in front of them. And they ran towards the Midbar, the desert. The entire nation of Ai cried out to chase after the Jews. They chased after Yeshua and they dislodged themselves from the city. So this is, this is exactly Yeshua's plan. It's amazing that they fell for this. Like you'd think, and, 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 and I don't know, it just seems very, almost like simplistic. But, but okay, they chased after Yeshua and the people. No man remained in Ayu base El, as well as in base El, that didn't chase after the Jews. They left the city open, totally vulnerable. They chased after the Jewish people. They were so. On the Jews. Could be. Which is very often happens. They were the, sending the, in the end of World War II, they right. military weapons to the camps. To the camps instead of the Russian front. Right, right, right. Saying it could blind blind the anti-Semites so much that they just don't even think logically like in any normal battle. Could be. It's amazing. So Hashem said to Yeshua, now, where did he, when did he say this to him? It's very interesting. When did he say this to, to Yeshua? Because let's just see. He said, Stick out the spear in your hand. To the words, the eye. In your hands I will give it. 
And he stuck out, Yeshua stuck out the uh, spear towards the city. This was the signal that the orev, the ambush, would emerge. When did Hashem say this? Sounds like he said it then. Shmuel is interesting. Yeshua is running away, and in the middle of his fleeing from the city, Akadosh Baruch Hu comes and tells him, Now is the time. Could be the other way to learn is that he told him before. I don't know why it mentioned here then. Okay, it sounds like he told this him. This was the signal that he stuck out a This spear. was the signal, apparently. Stick out a spear. Because there are probably a lot of spears sticking out of it, right? Well, I guess the, the Jews were running away. Right, so but they were like, flip. Oh, he was well, like. Well, it says also towards the city. Oh. So this was an odd thing to do, I guess. I think, I think the king is a king spear. What's a king spear? Special ornamental things that. So maybe the leader would tell us wherever they were? They were behind eye. I so guess they, all the people. Or, they, or, they, or they knew where Yeshua was standing. Right, they had to keep that good eye where Yeshua was. They had a, or they, yeah, they had a military tactic. Yeah. Uh, Must have figured out. this out, right? Yutas, so the ambush got up quickly from its place, and they ran. When. Um, I guess when he turned his hand, yeah. But you. What? The With spear? the spear, I assume that's what it means. When he turned his hand. Kid the Arim Yede, exactly. When he lifted his hand. He says Yode. And they came into the city and conquered it. And they quickly lit the whole city up in fire. So now the pe- people of the eye of I are trapped between their flaming city and then the Jewish populace who's running, running away, but it's going to turn around. So the people of Ai turn around. They see the smoke of the city was ascending to the heavens. They had no hand to run here or here. They were stuck in the middle, unable to pursue. Sirastian says, They had no place to run. And the Jews who had previously ran towards the desert, they turned towards. Either they became the chasers, or it means they turned towards the prior chasers. Yeah, that's how the Tzidah's David learns. They, ch- they turned towards their pursuers, meaning they became the pursuers, because they turned towards the I people who were their previous pursuers. That the ambush people had conquered the city, and that the smoke ascended towards the heavens, Ashanair. And they turned and they destroyed the people of the city. Uh, of I, of I. So, pretty good. And then the ones that were in the city ran after the people of I. You can almost imagine the scene over here, that they're chasing after in this glorious victory, perceived victory, and then suddenly they turn around and their entire city is up in flames. I think it's interesting it goes so quickly, but I guess it took them a little bit of time to pour the gasoline and then to light it up. Kitzer, and then they turn around and see all of that, and then the Jews far out in the desert start chasing after them. The Elu Yatsum in the Erlik Krasim, and the Jews in the city emerged from Ai to chase after them. And they were for the Jews in the middle. Meaning the Jews were on either side of these people. And the Jews killed them. I built the Yeshirlai Saridu followed without leaving even a remainder. Except okay. for the remainder of Bath. Uh, yes, exactly. I guess the nation, as opposed to what the Pazik's about to say. Fine. 
so they killed the woman in Toshimatsu? Well, here the emphasis is the people of the army. I don't know about the people in the city. That's because we're going to discuss that soon. That is the general theme. We'll get to that in Chavdal, we'll see. It's going to be in the following Pasuk, we'll see. I mean, this issue, it sounds like the people that were part of the army. Meaning, the Jews created this sandwich that they were stuck in, the I people were, the army of the I were stuck in between, and then they destroyed those people. Okay. Just back to your point, in terms of your point, which you were saying yesterday, I was thinking about, you were saying that the second battle with I was able to flip the score of the first battle. Meaning that, I think you were also kind of alluding to this, maybe perhaps what you were saying yesterday, that by initially showing weakness, that they were as if they were weak, but then the second time around they ran away. So looking back in history, one could think that initially when they had been killed out, it was a strategy to show that really they are weak, and when they're running away, the people of the eye will just assume that they are weak, essentially. Mela, they'll chase after them, giving them the opportunity to ambush and conquer the city. Is that what you were saying I yesterday? Think looking for, for the nations of the line, that's what I looked Right, for. meaning, but it was strategic. That the first loss it like it was, was actually strategic in point. It was only, it was a handful I was just thinking a little more. Is, is really, it's not the Jewish way. We don't even want one person to die. I mean, we don't want even, I wonder if that's even more than it. Meaning, if they know that we're so mocked on one person, even one person being killed, so then they have the opportunity to hurt us where it, where it counts, which is to take captives. Meaning then, that's what Israel's stuck with right now. Because now that you have 138 people stuck in Gaza, that creates a tremendous, for us, then it is a big even problem. More, even if more soldiers are going to die in the, in the battle. It, it is a big problem. Maybe, it, just to add on to what you're saying, is looking back, what it did is it, can, it showed them at least that Maybe we don't value every individual person as much, so then they won't necessarily have the thought process to take captives, which will hurt us where it counts, because there are like 36 people died in the first battle, implying that it's worthwhile to do some strategic effort in order to create the success later, because Ke'ilu, we don't care about our soldier, which we do, obviously. They can't use that against us, like Hamas is using against us. That's what they're using against us. That's why we're willing to give one, three terrorists for one Jewish hostage in Gaza because we talk do value them in terms of the value of a Jew which is infinite obviously so suggesting that they might sit a little bit just that's how I was thinking about it it doesn't seem to be smart for them to do that though. why it's very smart because for, if for the guy you know I'm smart no, I'm saying practically it doesn't really make sense to, to no 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 objectively from our sorry subjectively from our angle we know we would never do that but from their angle it's a very strategic thing to do, meaning in the sense that they talk I don't value life like we value life. So they could think maybe we don't value life also. Thus, they won't utilize that against us like Hamas is doing right now. They're right. using it against us. Right. They're so using our sensitivities against us. Right. That's I'm the saying reality. the Israeli government shouldn't be letting them do that. Well, how do you not let them do that? Because like what Yitzhak was saying, you're losing more soldiers in the battle than the hostages. So, so what are you suggesting? What's the other Calm option? Okay, but the problem is there's Jews there. We can't, we can't. Understandable, but first of all, they're not going, they're not following the Allah. I'm not saying, uh, no, 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 no. I'm not, so, Lahavdil. <laughs> I'm not saying the Israeli government is following anything that's going on in Torah or Tanakh or anything for that matter. Right, right, I'm just yeah. saying as an example today, you see that the Goyim know, especially the Sunnis. Sunnis. Sometimes the 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 Sunnis. Sometim
people understand that you got to say that the same, yeah. the same way you kill a million uh, innocent, innocent Gaza people. Do you know how much you pressure? Do you know how much pressure they have from within Israel? Yeah. From the families of those hostages. But those those people have to understand that at the end of the day, uh, it's easy for me and you to say. Yeah. It's no, a very also, difficult thing. That is what that is war. You kill civilians to for the greater cause. What are you going to just bomb all of Gaza? I'm saying if you have you to go fight, there's 2.3 officially people there. Let's say 30,000 are Hamas. You can't just kill all of them. If that's what it takes, yeah. The same way they bombed Berlin and they killed millions. Okay, this of is an argument that's been made. I'm not saying that it's so far off, but the problem is, is ultimately, Jews have to say, we don't want to just go kill. Sure. You don't want to, no. but you have to. That's what I'm saying. It's not, it's not a have to. It's a faster way, and you'll have less Israeli soldiers killed. Yes, that is true. Right? But if These are soldiers versus non-soldiers. No, I, I, Why I, are they any better? It also, is. also, dying in battle is very different than hostages. It is. It's a, it's a different seats. A civilian death is not a soldier death. Not as, even even on, on a personal level, even on a, on a mournful level, it's not the same way. Because dying in battle is you're in a battle, you're in a situation, you have to mitzvah. Yeah, it's a war crime. Hostage deaths are war crimes, and that's what's being leveled right now. It's a war crime. You're not allowed to take innocent civilians as as uh, they're not allowed to. I mean, official chayk of the world. There's actual rules about this. Who's stopping that's, them though? No, no one's stopping them because unfortunately there's a lot of signing Israel out there. The other way, if anything, that's really what's going on is that Israel's being claimed against as if they're they're creating war crimes, which is like ridiculous when you look at it objectively. But the point is, uh, really, there are rules like this. They have these, I forgot what they're called, um, but either way, it, that is a war crime. You're not allowed to just stam go in, chas v'shalom, and what they did, like you take just innocent people from their beds or yeshuvim, wherever they are, that have nothing to do with the Israeli army. They're not allowed. It's not, no one's stopping them because there's a lot of Sani Israel in the world, whatever. Uh, we have to stop here, but we'll pick up with uh, this Chavkimah tomorrow.